Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here is your host, Josh Applebaum. Hello and welcome to VEASAN Daily Morning Bets, a quick 15-minute podcast highlighting the top games and biggest line moves that bettors need to know about each day. Today is Tuesday, January 10th. Game of the Night. For the Game of the Night, we're going to look toward a packed Tuesday slate in college basketball and look toward the most heavily bet game of the night, a 7 p.m. showdown on ESPN between two big powerhouses in the Big Ten, Michigan State and Wisconsin. Currently, Michigan State is listed as a short one-and-a-half-point road favorite with a total of 125-and-a-half. Now going into this matchup, Michigan State is 11-4. They're unranked, but they have won six straight games. They just beat Michigan 59-53, covering as a 3.5-point home favorite. Meanwhile, Wisconsin, 11-3. They're ranked 18th in the country. 
They just had a six-game winning streak snapped there last time out. They lost 79-69 to Illinois, failing to cover as a 7.5-point road dog. Now, in terms of line movement, very interesting line move here in favor of Michigan State. This game actually opened Wisconsin listed as a very short, you know, minus one, minus one and a half point home favorite, very short Badgers favorite. And we've actually seen this line flip to uh, to Michigan State going from a dog to a favorite. So Michigan State opened getting a point, point and a half. Now they flip to Michigan State, Sparty minus one and a half. Now, to me, anytime you see line movement, that's really important as a data-driven better. Uh, like myself, to me, line movement tells me, hey, where's respective money going? You talk to any kind of odds maker, they'll tell you the public doesn't move numbers. It's wise guys who know uh, know what they're doing and have the respect to the books. They're the ones with smart money that moves numbers. So any line move is critical to me, but one of my favorite system matches is a dog-to-fave line move. When you open as a dog, you flip to a favorite. So that's what's happening here with Michigan State. Uh, and really the point there is, you know, dog-to-fave, it's going to take a lot of smart money to flip that favorite designation of who uh, should win or cover the game. Uh, also, really sharp play here t- toward Michigan State because uh, even though they flipped dog to favorite, they're not the public play. The public play is Wisconsin. Currently, tonight you have 60% of bets taking Wisconsin as a bit of a trendy dog here. It makes sense. Wisconsin has a slightly better record, but it's all about the rankings. When it go- comes to college, uh, college basketball and college football, anytime a team is ranked and another team is unranked or one team is ranked higher than another, the public... Yes, they look at win-loss records, but look, but they look at that little number in parentheses, that little that little hashtag there. If you have a number ranked next to you, automatically public bias says, hey, take the higher-ranked team, the better-ranked team, or the ranked team over the unranked team. After all, if Wisconsin's number 18, Michigan State is unranked, then obviously Wisconsin must be the better team, right? But that's kind of a way to fall into a bias trap. You want to look at what the market's doing. I actually love betting unranked teams versus ranked teams because there's kind of an element of fishiness to it where I want to be on that fishy side. With all that being said, uh, if you look at Michigan State, they're only getting 40% of bets, yet the line's moving in their favor. And Sparty has a really good low bets, higher dollar bet discrepancy. Only 40% of bets, they're the contrarian spot, but they're taking in 69% of the money using our VEASAN.com uh, bet splits here from DraftKings. So a really good low bets, higher dollar, contrarian, you know, small percentage of bets, but big share of money, telling me those bigger wagers here are going Michigan State. And just from a standpoint of why is an unranked team favored over a ranked team? This makes no sense. Why, if Wisconsin is the public play, did Wisconsin open laying some points and now they're getting points? So, again, why are the oddsmakers now giving the public who liked Wisconsin to begin with when they were favored why are they giving the public points now with Wisconsin? If it looks too good to be true, typically it is. Uh, Michigan State does have an advantage here. Field goal percentage, better shooting team, 44% versus 43%. Better rebounding team, maybe this is the advantage on the boards, 38 rebounds a game versus 33. Uh, but I'd be looking at Michigan State there on the money line. I like to money line short dog to fave line moves. They look pretty sharp contrarian with some RLM. You can get them around minus 115, minus 120. That would be my play there, backing Michigan State in a very fishy dog-to-fave line move. Also with the total, might get a very low-scoring game in this one. Uh, if you look at the the line here, it's like 125.5. Some looks for 126 down to 125.5. So, uh, so you're kind of around that number, but you really haven't moved at all. What's notable here is kind of a line freeze. Public sees, anytime they see a low total like that, you know, 126, 125.5, automatically it's, hey, it's so low. These teams can easily go over that number, hammer the over. So 81% of bets are on the over, but the line hasn't moved at all. If this opened 125 and a half, 126, shouldn't we be up to 127, 128 if so many, if such heavy betting here is on the over? No, it looks like a line freeze despite this heavy betting on the over. The books do not 
want to uh, raise the line to give out a better number to contrarian underbackers. Uh, and one reason to maybe lean under or maybe get you maybe a little bit concerned about taking an over would be the pace of play. Uh, these are two of the slowest teams in college basketball. Uh, if, you if you look at uh, tempo from KenPalm.com, uh, Wisconsin is a 63.8 tempo. Uh, anything 70 or above is fast. Anything below that is slower. Uh, Michigan State is a 65 tempo, so two slow tempo possession teams. And you have seen the under go 7-3 and three the last 10 head-to-head -head matchups. Uh, so, again, uh, maybe a reason to uh, not run to the window and bet that low total over. It looks like a pretty sharp dog-to-fave line move, a contrarian uh, dog-to-fave flip toward Michigan State. Low bets, higher dollars. I'd be looking at Sparty and that one as a very fishy line move. Why is the line going to the unranked team against a ranked team? Why is Michigan State favored on the road? Why are the books giving out a better number to Badgers backers? Looks like a sharp Sparty play there to me for the game of the night, 7 p.m. on ESPN. Best of the rest. For the best of the rest, we're going to stick in college basketball. Now let's go to a big SEC matchup. This is a 9 p.m. game on ESPNU. This is Auburn against Ole Miss. Auburn is currently listed as a 2.5-point road favorite. Total in this one of 133. Now looking at this matchup, Auburn is 12-3. They're ranked number 21 in the country. They've won three of their last four games. They just beat Arkansas 72-59, easily covering as a 2.5-point home favorite. Meanwhile, Ole Miss... 8-7. They've struggled a bit here. They've lost four straight games. They just lost to Mississippi State. 64-54 did not cover as a 5.5-point road dog. Now, what's interesting about this one is actually, believe it or not, a hold-your-nose-hazmat sharp play to Ole Miss at home. This game opened Auburn minus 3 on the road, and everybody in their mother is backing Auburn. Looks like an easy, easy play. They're 12-3. and three. They're ranked number 21. Ole Miss has struggled here. Yet this line opened so low. Again, Auburn just will run away with this thing. They open minus three. Auburn getting 82% of bets, one of the most public, public plays of the night. Yet, the line's actually down to minus two and a half or even minus two at some shops. So why is this line falling toward Ole Miss if Auburn is your number one or one of your top public plays of the night, getting 82% of bets? If Auburn's getting over 80% of bets and they open minus three, they should be up to minus four, minus five. Nope, the line's going the other way. It's dropping toward Ole Miss. That's telling me that Ole Miss has taken in some respected money here. Uh, again, looks too good to be true. Typically it is. But, again, if everyone's betting Auburn, why is this line dropping to Ole Miss, who's only getting 18% of bets? So it tells me, again, some respected money uh, going hazmat here with Ole Miss. Uh, you also look at a big contrarian angle. You know, it's going to be an ESPNU game. It's not a regular ESPN game, uh, but it's a 9 o'clock game. It's going to be one of, your, one of your most heavily bet late games. And just from a pure contrarian standpoint, even if you don't look at that, Sharp reverse line move to Mississippi, uh, Mississippi. Wise line moving in their favor if they're the unpopular bet. But just from a pure contrarian angle, only 18% of bets uh, here in a heavily bet primetime game. So that's just value in and of itself. Only 18% of bets, but 40% of money is on Mississippi. So that kind of explains that line move in their favor. Also, you look at conference dogs. You know, in conference, it's kind of like the NFL. I actually tweeted out uh, the other day at Josh underscore insights on my Twitter account. Uh, results in the NFL when it comes to dogs, unders. It was a great year for contrarians with dogs and unders, both around 56%. But you had those divisional dogs do very, very well because of that built-in familiarity. Well, kind of same thing here when you get to college uh, basketball. Same thing college football too, but conference dogs. It's a rivalry aspect, kind of leads to these tighter games, more motivated angles. So you have a conference dog angle with Mississippi, a uh, really fishy short number here. Shouldn't this line be bigger? Uh, and a really contrarian spot with some low bets, higher dollars. Also, Ole Miss, they are 6-3 and three at home. 
Auburn is just one and two on the road. Auburn hasn't really played that much on the road. Uh, and maybe you get a little bit of a lower, uh, higher scoring game here. We did see this total tick up. It opened at 131. Now you're up to 133. Uh, public split, only 52% of bets are on the over, but the over is taking into account 87% of the money. Really good discrepancy there. It's a, that's a plus 35% smart money discrepancy uh, between low bets, higher dollars to the over. Uh, you do have the over 4-2 and two last six head-to-head -head between these teams, and the over is 4-1. and one the last five games on the road for Auburn. So uh, very fishy. looks like an obvious, obvious play to Auburn. Uh, looks like books are taking a position here on a sharp old misplay. And again, a little bit of money hitting the over in this SEC matchup at 9 p.m. tonight. Football season is the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to vison.com slash subscribe for more information. Josh's Sweats. For Josh's Sweats, let's look toward a sport we haven't hit on. Or I guess we kind of have. We've talked basketball. But let's go to the NBA. We just talked two college games. Let's talk about an NBA game here for tonight. So, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, Utah Jazz, 9 o'clock tonight. Give me the over 227. I'm going to take the over in this matchup. Uh, right off the bat, we've seen line movement to the over. Cleveland and Utah opened at around 225 and a half. You're now up to 227. So immediately when this line dropped, you had respected money who, you know, typically they set their own numbers. They said, hey, maybe we have a 227, 228. We got to hit that over immediately because it's a little bit off there. So it's kind of a looks like a sharp discrepancy play from the wise guys. Uh, but the immediate move to the over, and then I have a lot of system matches to the over. Uh, one of the most basic over systems that I like to play in the NBA are non-conference overs. If you look at two teams from two different conferences, the lack of familiarity, not really knowing your opponent, you don't play them very often, it's a benefit to the offense. It's a detriment to the defense. You don't know how to match up. Uh, it's 132 and 105 to the over. Non-conference overs, 56% this year. Uh, you also look at a sweet spot. Um, let me see. I have a couple systems here. Uh, but I have a system called the over sweet spot. Uh, this is if it's a non-conference game. Take the over if the total's between 220 and 230. If the road team made the playoffs last year, that means that they're a pretty good team. They're probably going to fight hard. This is a match with Cleveland. That angle is 48 and 20 to the over, 71%. Uh, and then if you look at non-conference over sweet spots, just if the line is between 225 and 232, take a non-conference over. That's 51 and 21, 51 and 29, 64%. That would also match to the over. Uh, in terms of pace, Utah's number eight. So quick uh, up and down the court, more possessions, more opportunities to score. Utah is number five offensively. Cleveland is number nine offensive efficiency, so both top ten offenses. Uh, Utah is bad on defense. They're number 26. So we have basically quick pace, good offense, bad defense. That sounds pretty good to, uh, for an over to me. Also, Utah, 5-1 and one to the over their last six. Cleveland, 7-3 and three to the over their last ten. Uh, but really, when I like to play these totals, it's these non-conference overs. If you can layer in some other filters, uh, you're even a little bit more confident there. Uh, but I'm going to go Cleveland, Utah, over 227. For my last sweat of the night, you know i got to hit on some NHL for the puckheads out there. Uh, I'm going to take the New York Rangers tonight. Give me the Rangers at home against Minnesota. i got the Rangers here at around minus 140. Right off the bat, we got line movement toward NYR. Uh, the Rangers opened at around minus 130. Now you're up. To minus 140, so right off the bat, line movement to the Rangers. Uh, again, I approach hockey a little bit differently than other sports. It's more of a chalk sport, and to me, it's all about line movement and betting systems. You can kind of throw away percentages. They don't really—they're real, uh, but they don't mean as much just because it's a lower bet sport. 
Uh, but one couple or a couple system matches here. Uh, non-division steam. If you have a team that's taking in ten cents of steam or more from two different divisions, lack of familiarity benefits a team taking big money. That's two hundred five and one twenty four this year, sixty two percent. You also get home favorites with a line move in their favor. They're one fifty five and eighty six. 64%, so those two systems would both match with the Rangers. Uh, Rangers have won three of their last four. They're 15-12 and 12 as a favorite. They're 9-7-4 and four at home. Uh, look at Minnesota. They've lost two straight, struggled a bit here. They're 2-4 and four as a dog on the season, um, so they typically almost always favored when they're a dog. They actually lost uh, you know, two of their uh, – two of their, or sorry, they've, they've lost four of six there as a dog. And also a rest advantage for the Rangers. The Rangers haven't played since the 7th. So they've been off uh, since, uh, what, Saturday? You look at the uh, the Minnesota Wild in this spot, they played on Sunday. So it's a little bit of a rest advantage. Um, but again, kind of a, a line move play uh, on a hot Rangers team here uh, against a Wild team that struggled a bit. I'm going to take the home team here with the line move. So give me New York Rangers at home. I got them at minus 140. That about does it for today's VEASAN Daily Morning Bets podcast on Tuesday, January 9th. But a reminder, we have so much to offer at VEASAN, uh, and we are going to do our best to help you to make the smartest bets that you can. So if you're new to VEASAN or you want to get more information about what we do on a daily basis, easiest way to stay plugged in to VEASAN and the sports betting market is to sign up for our free newsletter. Sent to your inbox every single morning, jam-packed with great sports betting information, insights, coverage, uh, and links to everything that's going on in the uh, in the sports betting world that day. But it's free. It's your inbox every morning. Just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter put in your email and you'll wake up to it every single morning uh, also make sure you follow us on twitter at vsan live you can find me at josh underscore insights but i wish you the best of luck tonight it's a great night to be betting on sports uh, we have a huge college basketball slate big nba big nhl and uh, before you know it it's going to be wild card weekend so great time to be betting on sports here i wish you the best of luck have a fantastic tuesday and as the wise man of vsan likes to say hopefully you can cash some tickets tonight because that's what it's all about Enjoy the sweats, everyone. Have a great Tuesday. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. 
Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 